right, guys, we want to welcome you to Junto opening week. And today we have none other than the real Dragon Warrior yes, in yes. the house. How we doing? Make some noise for Matt Soto. What's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, brother. For those of you who don't know, Matt is my brother, my older brother, one of my older brothers. And uh, Matt has always been a reliable source. He's a faithful man, uh, somebody, you know, who's always shown faith. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I call him the Dragon Warrior because if the Dragon Warrior were real, he would be this guy right here. And that's a good thing. You know, the Dragon Warrior turned out to be a hero and he saved the day. So uh, we got the real life Kung Fu Panda in the house. Come on, make some noise. All right. All right. Man, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about the box because yeah. when we were younger, yeah. uh you know, and just a lot of you know me as Pastor Jeremy. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't even know who I am. But, man, we grew up dirt poor. Yeah, you know, we, we grew did. up poor. Um, yeah. And why don't you tell them a little bit about the box? What was the box? Oh, the box was a, a trailer on an acre and a half of land. And I tell you, that's where we lived. And it had holes in it, bird nests in it. And I'd listen to the <laughs> I even started making the birds my pet, kind of, you know, just <laughs> wow. caring about the birds, you know. You hear the birds, the birds. <laughs> that's interesting. I never thought about that. I never thought about, you know, that's sad when, when you is. have birds that aren't supposed to be there, but <laughs> yeah. you end up taking them in anyway. Exactly. Hey, you know. I mean, they weren't exactly in the home, but they were in, in the, well, the roofing or outside. Yeah, yeah. They dug them, well, there was a hole in it, so... They made themselves uh, made themselves welcome. Man, I know. They sure did. You know, it's funny because me and you, like, we never really had a social problem yeah, uh, yeah. as poor as we were. Yeah. And I know that affected us a little bit. Yeah. Because I remember, like, when my friends that had more money yeah. would come over. Yeah. Or, or, like, we'd have to pull up in the car that exactly. we had. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, but, Lord. But what's weird is that all our friends wanted to hang out like at our house yeah. in the trailer. Like yeah. that made no sense exactly. to me. Exactly. We live here. I mean, what do you got to come here for? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's basically how we felt. Like, let's go to your house. You yeah. got a much cooler property, uh, much cooler setup. So, yeah, yeah. Man, I think I bring up the box just because. You know, this podcast and this series uh, of podcasts that we'll be doing, I guess, for the next however many weeks, it's really about people accepting who they are, who they mm -hmm. were, yeah. uh, and, and where they've come mm -hmm. from, and not not being ashamed of it. You know, uh, one thing I can remember living in the box, I knew I was aware that we were poor, or mm -hmm. aware that we maybe didn't have money, but I don't remember being unhappy. No. It's because uh, maturity and in and in live and in life altogether, you know, I didn't look at it that way myself. I just lived day by day, you know. Yeah. And what the Lord had for us tomorrow was well, we'll do it tomorrow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that that's about it, you know. I just I didn't feel no like God we're poor. Uh, God made it, God put us in a position that we well, there's nothing else we could do. Yeah. We made the best of our situation. Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly what we did. And I, I know that the bulk of that had to do with the faith of our parents. Exactly. You know. Yeah, um, yeah our spiritual leaders. Yeah. I never, I guess I never felt unloved. Uh, and you can have many material things and never feel a sense of love or exactly. placement. Uh -huh. 
And for us, it was the exact opposite. We felt a sense of placement and belonging in spite of the, the material things that we didn't have. And I want to share something. I'm the youngest of five. Matt is the second to the youngest of five, the dragon warrior who's with me today. But we have three older brothers. And they always tell us that the, the mom and dad that we know are not the mom and dad they, that raised them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've told us so many stories of, and keep in mind that my parents weren't saved. No doubt. They, uh, they were young, you know. They were still uh, the party animal kind of person, you know. Uh, they loved to, 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 you know, do what young people do. It's funny, you know, for us, you know, but yeah, I guess, you know, they lived through it. And I do think about that, you know, they, but well, God probably wasn't that doggone funny, you know, to, yeah. to, to do with the things they did. I remember my older brothers telling stories of how, you know, dad would go to the bar exactly. and then they would be waiting in the car in while the car. dad's in the bar or, yeah. or worse, dad yeah. would bring them into the bar. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? No doubt. Yeah. You know, these are stories of how God has redeemed our family, which let's talk about for a little bit, uh, because you have an interesting story too. And I yeah. guess this is what makes you the dragon warrior. Yeah. What year was it? 1995, Five. 95, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, my brother was involved, the dragon warrior himself, yes. just like a true dragon warrior, was involved in a head-on collision in 95. Uh, the other party or the other person, uh, unfortunately, did die. If there were anything in our lives that we could, like, say kind of defined us or put a stamp on us, it was that time. Uh, right. I mean, tell me, tell me about your memories from that accident. Well, I tell you, you know, sometimes I have, you know, I don't call them dreams, but I'll, I'll see, I'll just be laying there and I'll, I'll see myself doing, you know, in the, in my car that I had, and, you know, the moments before, you know, we, uh, hit head on, you know, and it's really crazy. Cause you know, I, I'm not dead. So, you know, God brought me through. He kept me alive. You know, I know there's a reason for this. It's, it's just like, God just says, you know, look at this, look at what I did. Matt was in the hospital, oh, I guess, for three months. Yeah. At the time, my family, we were all living in Hope, Arkansas. Uh, and Matt was transported to the University of Little Rock. And, of course, we're, you know, that's not where we live. So we're having to stay with relatives, and he's there three months. And, you know, I had to live on my own for three months. My parents moved to West Memphis. I stayed in Hope, 16 years old, uh, all kinds of things. You know, tell us a little bit more about your healing process and about how much stuff was messed up on you. Well, I tell you, you know, I was on the right side of the, the road and, you know, I, I I guess I, you know, crossed the line and I ran head on into this person and, you know, I was pretty messed up. Uh, the left side of my body got most of the damage, you know. I mean, I had knee bust shattered as the doctors say ankles shattered my femur you know it, it it come out of my leg from the you know the force and then my my femur they replaced with a what a metal and rods pins and, and pins and replaced my femur with that and then uh, i started my healing you know it was a different way of life because i was used to being on the go all the time and to not uh being able to do much of anything you know but sit around and watch your life go by. 
<laughs> and that's the way I felt. I was like, I can't do this. You know, I can't just sit and watch my life go by. Even to this day, and man, that was 1995 or 2018. Even to this day, it still feels like that is something that I know has marked your life. The months and months of therapy, not only physical, but I mean, anytime you are involved in something like that, there is also emotional and mental, mental trauma yeah, that mental that trauma. that you have to face. And you know, we're talking about stories, stories that mean something, that make up people's lives. And I guess anything that I want to relay or what I want to come through in this podcast, man, is that it's okay, it's okay to be who you are, that God can redeem absolutely anything and that Amen. he loves us. That's right. Uh, and that he wants the absolute best for us. God blesses. He wants to bless you. You know, yeah. he wants you to prosper. You know, and that, that's the main thing. He wants you to prosper. I survived, you know, so that and all in itself was, was, you know, Jesus manifesting himself in my family's life. You know, they watched from the worst moments of me hardly breathing to, you yeah. know, you know, they're, they're sitting there when I start talking to them. Matt, you were in the hospital and I was with mom at nights. I, I saw her grieve and I remember we were at Uncle Larry's in Little Rock and I remember her saying that she gave you up to the Lord, you know, and at the time I wasn't mature enough in my faith to understand that. The faith that mom displayed was in my view as strong as the faith that Abraham displayed when he took his son up uh, and was going to do what the Lord had asked him to do, but God provided a way out and for mom now looking back on it now i can see that man that was just wisdom and faith and yeah. that that she knew no matter what That's right. that you were in god's hands and that she had to accept the will of the lord That's and right. maybe maybe for some of you the will of the lord is for you to be healed and and to pull through but you know what when the Lord takes you home, that is also healing. Yes. You know, uh, that is also being healed to be one with the Lord. My gosh. That's right. You know what? Maybe you can relate to portions of a story. Maybe you grew up uh, poor like we did. I remember in our family, man, you know, we like to dance. My parents can dance and we dance salsa and we dance cumbia and we dance all this. And I remember in the box, we always had these dances when I was in high school, whether it was a birthday party or when, when I say dances, man, our family, we crank up and we show off. Uh, but I said, mom, I got to, you know, I got to know what I'm doing. Uh, and I guess I was a senior in high school, maybe shortly graduated, uh, young, young man. But mom in that box, man, we put on some music and she taught me how to dance and gave me the confidence to go out there and, and do what I needed to do. And my gosh, wasn't shortly after that that uh, my spouse now was at one of those dances. And I guess I guess I twirled her around a couple of good times because she hadn't <laughs> left yet. So. All right. Well, God is blessed. You know, that's, that's the good part. You know? Yeah. And as we're growing, I mean, we were blessed and blessed beyond imagination really. yeah you know considering we grew up poor exactly. it's just amazing you know thanks for joining us on junto we'll see you next time